So we got a lot going on in the Back Patio Network. Oh, we got book six happening here. But Matt, what else do you have happening? You know what? We have started yeah. book three. <gasps> book three. Ooh. It only took us one year to get to book th- to start book three of twelve. That's pretty, that's pretty good. Oh, 12 books. Of 12, 12 books. books. Wow. So it's Are like they big uh, books or little books? They're little books. It's like uh, okay. two for one, but you know, we should have gone a little further. I'm 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 reevaluating, figuring out how this is gonna work out, like to get this done before we're sixty years old. Right. Um, I don't want to be in a nursing home recording the next <laughs> age of heroes, which is the, the chronicles of worms, but um Monday nights we are recording Age of Heroes which is a Greyhawk adventure in the Shackled City. Uh, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard, non-daylight savings time. Join us on Twitch and is going over to YouTube. And eventually, you know, whenever I finally do it, it will be a uh, podcast, which has been requested many, many times. And I hear you, and we're getting closer. So I promise it will be coming soon. Man. That's it. What else? Anybody else got anything going on? Alicia, how's the novel coming along? Um, so uh, when I did NaNoWriMo, um, I basically spent all the time I would normally spend preparing for the holidays uh, writing instead, which was cool, but it meant that oh. I had to shove all of the November and December stuff into December. So um, we've had a little bit of a rocky start to getting the kids back in school. There's been like snow days and things like that. Yeah. So I'm having trouble getting traction on some sort of schedule. But, um, you know, getting there, I'm kind of getting back into it and getting back in the headspace to keep going from where I left off. So that's got to be really hard after taking six weeks off. Yeah. 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 But, you know, it's the part of the book that I'm in right now. Um, it's the first time I'm drafting it. So it can kind of, it can kind of suck a little bit and that's all right. You know, <laughs> so I can write my way into it. Um, uh, like the last scene I looked over again, it, I just put a note at the bottom. It was just like redraft this scene. Well, so, that's what editing time's for. Just, yeah. Yeah. Yep. And get then it all just, out. Yeah. And then you just keep going. So, you know, I've so. tried a brief stint at trying to write some sort of novella, like small, like a hundred pages, you know, for total, it's tough. So I totally respect your process. Like it's mm-hmm. it's not what you expect, you know, no, like no, it's at not. all. So mm-hmm. I yeah, I that must be really hard. Well, I mean, it's kind of like building a character in role playing, you know, it's like you come up with all these ideas for what you think the character is going to be and then you actually sit down at the table and start trying to ro- role play the character and like you can't you don't always know where it's going to go. You yeah. don't always yep. like as you are actually, you know, performing the character or creating the stuff, um, it kind of goes its own direction. And they grow so. a life of their own. They just yeah. suddenly yeah. they have their own personality that you had never expected. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. And the world around it influences too. It's very difficult to have that mindset without having everything else and all the variables in place. Yeah, because right. right. nothing lives in a vacuum. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, first time through is you're kind of figuring out what the story is. Even with an outline, you know, it it can go off track and vary. So anyway, we'll see. Well, and we were talking about it before we hit record tonight. Uh, You with Hadassah, maybe not expecting to ever get out of the Rune Forge, and now here you are in the great, great world of Galarian. 
right? Right. I I I thought this was going to be like you know temporary guest spot, and then you know end of the room forage, and you guys would all keep going. We liked you, you know, way so too I much. Was, I well, yeah. I'm I'm thrilled fault. to still yeah. be around. Totally like this is, exactly. I'm having a blast. But yeah, but I I very deliberately like like closed out her arc. Like she dealt with her issues from the Rune Forge, and now she's out, and it's like, what now? <laughs> so. <laughs> it's always fun in the series TV shows when you watch once they close an arc, them having to reopen a new one the very next episode. It always feels very. Yep. Uh, stuck well, they get, on. They get like, picked like, up Whoa. for the next season. You had to figure something out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, oh, yeah. crap. We got renewed. Oh, yeah, crap. Yeah. We got oh, renewed. <laughs> <laughs> so, on, yeah, on the one Hadassah hand, got this renewed. is like, yeah, on the one hand, it's like, oh, crap. What do I do now? Um, but on the other hand, it's like, this is a good problem to have. So, yeah. you know. Very fun. So, you all ended up in Riddleport in an inn that you don't know the name of. You right. just popped up. You said, Hey to Judah, you got some exposition. You got a map. Did anybody check out the Looking map recently? Right the yep. one that's did on Riddleport. the shit out of Judah, though. You did. Yeah. You did. Uh, however, it was really tough to tell because, well, he's Benjen's dad. Mm-hmm. Ah. Uh, so it's it's tough to read him. He doesn't exactly wear his heart on his sleeve. But yeah, he he wasn't real happy. It's not about the same Benjen either. It's the non demonic Benjen, right? Like he had lost his right. tiefling uh, status, I suppose, and became human only, right? Yes, it's exactly it. It's kind of an interesting flair that maybe one day we'll get to explore. But right now, Benjen is out shopping with his mom and will be doing so until you leave. I guarantee. <laughs> we'll wait. We'll wait. <laughs> We have time. <laughs> the end of the world will wait it on us. It turned into a seven-day <laughs> shopping trip. Yep. She went to the land sister? of the Lenorm yeah. Kings. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I have COVID. Uh, not really. I'm kidding. We all got silent I know, it's just quick. like, I just do you? Say, uh, what? Just <laughs> put a, I put a, uh, yeah, I'm flying put a tomorrow. Waggles back over my head to make sure I don't get. <laughs> oh yeah, that'll Speak. work. That'll fix it. Okay, so you guys hanging out in the room with Judah. He said, "Hey, here's the river Ava. Hey, here's Giltspur. Hey, here's the thing there." So we're gonna open up, and he's got a little bit more to tell you. So, the river Ava. It flows out of the Kodar Mountains. The tribes of the Shawanti call it the world's roof. It is a desolate, painful, dangerous land. The peaks climb over 25,000 feet, well above the death zone. Expect to find orcs, dragons, yetis, and yet more giants than ever and not to point out the obvious but it's cold how do you expect to survive in such an unforgiving land we have our tricks Caden Caden will protect us of course I hope so however uh, if that's all you need I'm willing to answer any questions that I might be able to but I do believe my wife and son should be home soon. Oh, I'd love to see Benji. It might be better. Well, it might be better that they don't know you're here. Oh, okay. 
my wife is very afraid of other people finding out about Benjamin. Any connection to the old world is not a good one. So looking at the map, there's an A, a B, and a C. Does that mean anything, or is that actually on the map? <laughs> oh, uh, you would just ignore oh, that. The DM uh, left I, that in just for himself. I've met DM before. He's very powerful. <laughs> he's uh, he's almost like a god <laughs> yeah. to me. So, Judah, you said that most of this is just conjecture and rumor that you've overheard throughout the years. Is there anything else that you've heard about ancient Thassalon, about Zinshalas, that you think would be relevant for us to know? I have heard the streets are paved with gold, that it is the most magnificent place you will ever lay your eyes upon. That's what they always said. Magnificent city. Tens of thousands of people supported and lived there. I would one day love to see it with my own eyes. Oh, you should go with this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we'll take Benjamin with us too. Absolutely not. And his eyes go steely cold. And he, if he could stare daggers into your heart, that's what he's doing right now. <laughs> and Dawson nudges Volantre. She's like, so... I'm not that great at reading people anymore, but I think you're about to get us kicked out. That's all right. Safi can teleport us back in. Oh, but that's... No. No. That was a whisper. <laughs> just oh. to... Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I have very good ears. <laughs> and, I'm, um, and a it's microphone. It's a very small room. <laughs> so, I, I, heard, I heard that too. It's not you're standing right beside room. me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Volantra turns joking, joking. Um, One last thing from me. What about this um, pillar of avarice, pinnacle of avarice, or whatever that is? Do you know anything of that? We found that in some of the books from the library. Uh, the name doesn't even begin to ring a bell for me. But just from the name itself, it, it sounds like the top, the... That's, that must be where the leaders resided if you read it in books about... Wait a minute. You found books on Thassalon? Yeah, Vanek has a library up in the, um, up in Jorgenfist. <laughs> I have read every book that exists on Galarian that speaks of ancient Thassalon, and I have never heard of the Pinnacle of Avarice. Certainly, you know more than me now. And you can just see the greed begin to well up in his eyes. Oh no, that's a rune lord. Well, um, Volantre starts fumbling into his little bag and he pulls out, I don't know, five platinum pieces. The, the, <laughs> yeah. the, the library costs some money for you to do some research, but if you, your son and your wife happen to be up near Jorgenfist here, this is for you to become a better expert than us. And tears begin to well in his eyes. Uh, and Hadassah says, um, and if we are able to make it through this successfully, and I am still alive at the end of it, I'll be happy to continue answering questions and helping you sort out some of your information. If only we had more time now. Oh, if you do go, take a lot of beer. The gnome that controls the place... He gets drunk very, very easily, and you can read all that you want. 
you you might have to have someone else giving him yes. the beer. Though. Yes, it is very very time consuming. Yes, Safi, mm-hmm. Hadassah. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else that you think we need from him? Can I have a hug for you, Safi? What else? Hugs? He runs over like bum 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 bum. Gives him a hug. <laughs> <laughs> and Judah has the largest smile on his face. Like, I just see the camera behind Safi, and Judah's just all aglow. I have missed you very much. It's good to see you again. Thank you for your help. And he stands back from you, arms on your shoulders. Safi, if there is ever anything that I can do for you, please return any time. One thing. I want you to tell Benji that I miss him. I love him. I want him to be beautiful and love his life. And I will see him soon. And you can see his eyes kind of dart down into the left when he says, I'll try. It doesn't matter how he is now. People change. It's just okay. You just tell him, Safi says, I love you. And I will see him soon. Uh, I can do that, Safi. It may confuse him, but I will do that for you. Okay, let's let's teleport. <laughs> Actually, I think we need to rest. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, we've done a lot of porting and things. Um, look, yeah, you've yeah. done the library and you've come up here to yep, Riddleboard. Yep. And... I think technically, at the end of last episode, we rented a room here at Riddleport and rested because I reset my character sheet. Have we? Well, you didn't, but now you have. Okay. Okay. There's we there there are open <laughs> rooms there. I don't think I want to get into the RP of all that fun stuff. But you're able to rent a room. You're able to rest for the night, and you can pick up right Long. here the next morning. If there's anything you want yes. to do overnight, go for it. Perfect. Nope, I am good. Yep. Don't want to cut you off. If there's anything interesting you want to do, but we can also hit fast forward. I mean, I will have definitely gone to the Street of Taverns and finished my night there. But otherwise, nothing. I. I just rest for the night and get my spells back and be ready to go. Okay. So what do you want to do? It's the next morning. The sun has mm. risen on a new day. Is Safi even awake with the rising sun? He's better now <laughs> than he used to be, but no, not at all. It's going to be like 9 uh, or 10, you know. Yeah. He's a... He's a, he's a so he gets up two he's hours. He's a night right? owl. You know, he likes... That's when all the patrons of... Caden Killian come out is late at night drinking alcohol till three in the morning when the bars close and they play that song closing time so yeah he stays out late so he needs, to, he needs is that Caden Kalian's <laughs> anthem it's one of the hymns of Caden Kalian closing time I, 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 also shots <laughs> yeah, by that's, LMFAO that's how you that's start another... the night and you end the night with closing time for sure yeah. Well, Hadassah will be up um, either with or before the sunrise and probably just introspecting a little bit, Um, just hanging out, you know, whenever one of you wakes up and comes downstairs. It's got to be weird. It's got to be one of those scenes where, like, you got cryogenically frozen for 10,000 years and you wake up and everything is different. But they know about your history. Like, Mm -hmm. you're part of the golden age of some sort of magical renaissance and then all of a sudden it's dead and live and dead and dead again and you wake up and all of a sudden you're just here and have no idea what's going on like that that's gonna be yeah i mean there wasn't huge there aren't huge technological advances that have happened between then and now right no actually it's been a bit of a regression Mm -hmm. that's what i was gonna say so 
and even magic has regressed. Yeah. Really, like it's crazy. You don't have the rune lords anymore. You don't have that those those focuses of power controlling Valerian yep. like they used to. Yeah, right. Yep. Which makes it all the more important to make sure that none of those nasty things come back and tries to take power because they've probably got tricks <laughs> that this world doesn't know about. Yeah, especially by themselves with nobody to check them. Yep. 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 Mm-hmm. Yep. Volantre would also be up with the sun. He would weasel his way into helping out the bartender in some form or fashion, the inn owner or whatever. Yeah, I mean, they're not going to stop you from cleaning. Yeah, right. <laughs> he would just be in the corner cleaning, helping out. But it's more like he's being nice to everyone in the bar, talking to them, listening to them, figuring out what's going on. I like to think that he does Safi's ears of the city, but with the patrons that are in the bar itself, actually talking oh, yeah. to them to find out what is yeah. going on and what's happening. I love that. Uh, you know what I've decided is this inn is v- extremely close to the docks. We already talked about the fact that you could see the port outside right. of the city or outside of the room. This is actually where patrons come to stay before their ship leaves. Of course, it's not on as tight of a schedule like an airplane where you, you know you have flights going every few hours or you know, you know when your flight's going to happen. You have to wait on a boat. So it could be right. weeks, even a couple of months before your ship leaves to where you're heading. But that's this is where they come to stay in the week or two leading up to their ship leaving. So there's easy access. There's a big call board downstairs with like the ships that come in and their destinations and they're filling up the lines with passengers and trying to figure out how to stow everybody away and where things are going. So there are plenty of passengers in and out of this place. If you're fresh off of a ship, this might even be your first stop to rest up before you go out into the greater world of Verizia. So this is a very, very busy inn where you are located right now. So we know there's a barrier against teleportation, but we're not sure exactly how far it extends, right? Yes, you are very right. So we could maybe spend some time just attempting, 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 and eventually finding out where we can actually go and start from there? Yeah, the hardest part, and correct me if I'm wrong, but the way I'm seeing it is you are basing your teleportation off of a painting. Obviously, hopefully, a very good description of... The location where you're trying to head. So you can envision Zen Shalast as it existed then and try and teleport yes. to that. In order to teleport outside yes. of there, you have to find a description more like than Giltspur. just a map. So you could, all right, tell you what, if uh, since you bring up Giltspur, I really like that idea. There is somebody who ha- has come from Giltspur and is traveling away out into... They're headed to a temple just north of Sandpoint, but rather than travel across land and follow the coast down, there's a small ship that makes frequent passages to the temple as well as to Sandpoint. That's kind of their back and forth. So he is hanging out in the bar talking about guilt spur. Like you hear him just talk about it. He's bragging. He is a an ain't uh, a scholar talking about the great work that he did at Giltspur in uncovering evidence of Thessalonian runes. I enjoyed working there. I uncovered with my own hands the window that I imagine a rune lord himself probably looked out of at one point. Hadassah hearing him talk about Thessalon um, will kind of get up from where she's been hanging out on the edges of the room while Volantre kind of 
just blended in with the people and began moving around with them, Hadassah, I mean, to her right now, like seeing the people of this world, it's, it's not that much different from going to see a play. It still doesn't really feel real to her. But, um, you know, seeing a point where she can kind of engage, she will go over to the person that is sitting beside this guy and just say, excuse me, I would like this seat. Yes, young lady, would you like to hear me regale you with tales of ancient Thassalon? I just picture them as amazing humans with great power and long flowing red robes and magic just leaping from their fingertips. Volantre lays down two beers at the table. It's on the house. <laughs> oh, it's a bit Walks early up. for a beer. I oh, can't nuts. begin to drink no, now and no, it's already it's gone. Too for you. <laughs> it's <laughs> already gone. <laughs> He's downed it. <laughs> I, I'm not interested in your idea of what Thassalon was. I want to know about Giltspur <gasps> as it is now. You? I am one of the most renowned Scholars of ancient Thassalon, and you don't want me to tell you about Thassalon that was. That is your mistake, young lady, and let me tell you why. She looks at Volantre like she's not entirely sure how to deal with this guy. She's like, if I punch him, will he listen to me? (laughs) Volantre shakes his head no. (sighs) Oh, I'm sure she wants to hear your tale of Thassalon, but first... She needs to hear how you got from Giltspar to Thassalon with the area you saw. By you said you saw runes. Wagon train, young man. That's how everybody travels from Giltspar. You just find the nearest way to Stalak River, and you sail down it, down into the Kazaron River. And he just goes on and on about his wonderful travels and the stone giants that work there. And he describes some of the area around it, the hills he has to travel. Each way is uphill. It doesn't matter where you stay there. It is very difficult to get around. There's at least a dozen stone giants working for some slave. I had to weasel and work my way in there and had to pretend to be a hill giant. Do you know how difficult it is to pretend that you're ten feet taller than you really are? For somebody as small as you, I imagine quite difficult. Ah, you have no idea. Difficult doesn't begin to describe it. Uh, If you don't mind, how did you do that? Why, let me show you. And he stands up and casts a disguise self spell, and it allows him to look like a very rotund hill giant with like that uh, fur covering that they wear that kind of looks like like overalls, but with only one strap across. (laughs) Just like this. Hadassah stands up very quickly. (laughs) The, the, like the stool that she's on just like screeches back and falls and she reaches for her falchion and pulls her goggles into place. And as soon as your goggles drop into place, you see him as the four and a half foot man that he actually is. (laughs) And you can see the outline of the hill giant around him and it's almost like him working a very large puppet as far as the hill giant illusion goes. Bloody wizards. She pushes the goggles back up, picks up the stool, and sits back down. And then looks at Volantre, please, can I hit him? No. Well, this is this is Riddleport. Uh, you might just take him out back first. Oh, 
there's there's a place for punching. <laughs> Just, if you want to be punched back, you punch now. If you would like to not be punched back, take him to the alley. I can't say that it would make a difference. He's very small. Yeah, but look at everyone else in this bar. They're also small. Have you ever punched someone in a bar? No. I've watched other people I've, punch people in bars. I've worked at many a bars. As soon as one fist flies, all the fists fly. Everyone begins fighting. Everyone begins calling each other's names. And then it's just a massive mob of people. And we really don't want to bring that attention here. <sighs> Fine. But if you can get him to go out back, punch away. I saw a Thessalonian quarter in the alley behind the bar. Absurd. There's none of those here. Quick, show it to me and I'll tell you why you're wrong. She pulls out a Thessalonian coin and says it looked just like this one. Oh, that has got to be a fake. I saw imprints like that at Guild Spur, but come show me. And he begins. He, uh, she just hands it to him. She has first. his others. She has others. She uh, just gives that this, one to him. This can't be right. And he starts biting on it and following you out to the back door. Mm-hmm. Just this way. And he. He's actually beginning to get thoughtful and a little quiet the closer he gets to the door. <laughs> she just ushers him. She opens the door for him very politely and just ushers him outside. Be- before before we go outside, I have a if I have a question for you, young miss. Uh, uh-huh. Where did you get this? It's mine. I, well, obviously, but where did you get this? <sighs> It was in my coin purse before I left Thassalon. It's mine. Just dead silence from him at this point. What? Well, I thought it was all it took. She goes back in and closes the door, leaving him outside. She's like, it's okay. I found a better way to get him to be quiet. <laughs> and he's just standing there in the alleyway, staring at an, a coin from ancient Thassalon. And the truth is beginning to dawn on him that... <laughs> He, and he's still just standing there outside the doors. <laughs> Has he provided enough of a description for... Oh, God, no. no greater no. teleport for no. any of the area. No. <laughs> okay. no. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you need him back? It would be nice if he could tell us about Giltspur, <sighs> the river, right. the mountains. Just somewhere that we can go there. Right. Sorry. Sorry. She goes back, opens the door, grabs him by the front of the tunic, and pulls Whoop. him back in. <laughs> <laughs> she sets him back down in front of Volantre and says, answer his questions. And then do puts I, one more coin on the table and walks I away. Get, do I get to keep both of them? Sure. Anything you want. Any, and they've disappeared by now. You said you found Thessalonian runes in Giltspur. Absolutely, young man. Describe the area. Tell me, was it in a house? Was it on a rock face? Was it in the city center? What does it look like? Better yet, why don't I show you? Oh, that would be amazing. And then I, I motion over. If Is Sophie what up by now? 10.03 a.m. <laughs> yes. Yes. Moosh Moosh insists on him waking up. I motion no over to Safi. He wakes him up. 
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hang on one second. Hang on one second. I'll motion over to Sophie. Oh, did you know that they don't have peanuts here? They had to import them from Methun. It's amazing. They, it's too dry here. It's wet there. To make They have peanuts here. They just have to import them. So they have peanuts. Yes, yeah, from Methun. <laughs> yes, no, no. It's amazing. They have peanuts, though. Yes, no, I, I'm eating them. Exactly. Um, he has, he's going <laughs> to show us something. I thought it was interesting. Okay. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Hadassah appears at Safi's oh. elbow. Peanuts. Oh, what are yeah. peanuts? This. They're delicious. They have high proteins. They crack them off. I know this. I don't have braces. Braces? No. Just my braces. Do you have extras? Oh, they have, yes. No, yes, no, no, yeah, no. The, the peanuts. Do you have extra peanuts? So you were going to show us what that looked like? And when you look down, he has cast an illusion spell that actually outlines all of Giltspur. And outlines every single building. It's better than looking at a map or a painting put together. It lays everything out, the depth, uh, where the camps are within Giltspur. He just goes, I am headed to the Great Temple, and I will be giving a lecture, and I have this image prepared so that I can describe every nook and cranny. And if I just tap a building like this and zoop, it zooms up and shows you a better front of the building. I can describe every little bit. And this window right here was the one that I dusted myself. And I feel like I'm repeating again. Oh, you've done a beautiful job. How many people can make art this good? With happy little trees in the back. No, this is beautiful. Thank you very much. Art? Art? This is not art. This is technical skill, young man. It is beautiful. I don't know what you call it, but I love it. Artwork. How dare you insinuate that I might be an artist? That's disgusting. The lazy, no good, lousy. Did you know they import the peanuts from Maldun? Yes. Oh, well, I still like your art. Oh, and he's wiped it clean and he's beginning to walk away. Oh, no. Oh, no. Felice, show him your claws. Hadassah grabs him and puts him back on the Maybe somebody else should talk to him. Yeah, I'm, I, I think he's answered everything I need. You might want to get your coins back, and then we'll make <sighs> a little trip. What coins? It also says, I can hold you upside down and shake you. But you said I could keep them. <laughs> if you answer all the questions. Well, what questions do you have, young man? Please, I am a great scholar in much of a hurry. I must practice my speech. Back on that map, can you just show us where the best inn is in town? Inn? Inn? There's no inn there. It is an architectural dig. Architectural? Uh, ar- what's the word that I'm looking for? I'm a great scholar of Galarian. I should be Archaeological? There we are. Thank you very much, young man. An archaeological dig. There's no camps there. There's only tents filled with stone giants and hill giants and one nasty little booger. These peanuts are good. So this nasty little booger, can you show me where on the map he touched you? Oh, sure. And he brings it up again. He actually, now that uh, you're watching him, he's actually laid out a scroll and he kind of like hits one of the rooms and it springs up the map of Giltspur. He's like, he likes to stay in the biggest tent to the north. His name is Mosor, 
And I wouldn't tangle with him if I could avoid it. What is a Mosaur? Oh, he's a stone giant of great renown, known all throughout the Shawanti tribes as the great Mosaur the Defecator. The Defecator? Yeah, he shat all over a small tribe. Do you have a picture on is the he... other side of town? Ah, uh, yes. You you want to see the south? Sure, no problem. And he's kind of swipes up, and it's away towards the, the south now. <laughs> this Mosaur... Has he ever killed humans? Oh, I wouldn't know. There's no humans in this area, young man. It is desolate. It's a plains area. You uh, are at the base of the great Kodor Mountains. Okay. And the south area, how is it in comparison to the um, the shitlands of the north? A hundred and fifty feet away, and when the winds are blowing the wrong direction, which they almost always are, we call that the shit wind. Are there buildings and things that block the north from the south? Is this a a ruin? Yes. Not for another fifty years. We've had to dig down and be. Extremely careful in the carving out and the dusting off of the buildings. In fact, this building right here, I dusted it off myself. That's very impressive. The whole thing. It's over 40 feet by 40 feet. Can you imagine how many years I spent, days I spent, carving this one building out of the ground? You should be proud of yourself for this, yeah. Would you like a... I am... Hadassah peers over his um, his shoulder and is like, well, it seems to go with the rest of the town. That's a very large latrine. And you know what? Since Hadassah is from ancient Thessalon, that's exactly what that is. <laughs> oh. She recognizes it as the shit house. <laughs> is, um, is this where we want to go? <laughs> uh, sir, do you have a permanent <laughs> camp there? Oh, the stone giants do, and the hill giants, they stay on opposite ends of each other, but I didn't have, I had a tent I stayed in and tried to keep myself hidden and separate, but, you know, I left it there when Are I Are they friendly? Oh, to you? Absolutely not. To me? Absolutely, yes. Oh. We could take him with Absolutely us. Absolutely not. I am on the way to a great temple. I am a learned man. I am giving great speeches all over Galarian. We're going to I don't to have time last. for your... The what? <laughs> Shahu? <laughs> Bless Shinchalast? you. last? Never heard of it. Not interested. Oh, you... So you're not a great Thessalonian scholar then? Oh, I'm the best. No, Galarian no, definitely has not. Never heard of a scholar as great as me. Oh, I I can see why they've never heard of you. No, um, you've got several points wrong. They wore blue robes, not red. Um, it was peacocks that were quite the thing, you see. And um, you see this over here that you've marked as. Uh, what, what are you Great doing? building! Yes. It must be a theater or an amphitheater. Places where the greatest rune lords of the time it, would have looked and peered out into um, the great Kodar Mountain. It, it's a commoner's bathhouse. Um, you see its proximity to the latrine there. Um, they kept those buildings close to each other for a reason. Um, yeah. You, you, uh, you should talk to Judah. He's He's got more of this sorted. And Volantre grabs... 
Hadassah and pulls her away. Oh, I'm sorry. Right. Whoop. So they, they poop in the Colosseum? No, 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 no. It's you visit um, you visit over here first, and then you go clean up. But you don't want people who haven't been to the latrine going to a public bathhouse. Oh, okay. I, I learn things every day. He's back into his quiet, thoughtful mode. <laughs> He's He stopped doubting Hadassah. But he could never doubt himself. No. So he's very confused, <laughs> confused. right now. <laughs> he has an, he's having a crisis of consciousness over here. He's really trying to figure it out, what's happening. Like, she had a coin, but she's trying to say the place that I'm so proud of is a shithouse. <laughs> oh. So... So do, do, do you want him to go with us or not? Do you want him to die? No, no, no. Did you I'm, see that I mean, giant well, outfit that he used? Yeah, you don't have to take him into Shinshalast with us. Like, we can just, just while we're, you know. I think he's given us, given us enough to at least get close to the mountain. How's he going to get back? But we go poof over there. Like, he's got to walk 500 right. miles. That's it. He's exactly. out of shape. He probably has only been there once, and and once he gets back, he has to I... walk five hundred more. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh! He's given us all that we need, but if there are giants there, we're likely not welcome. It's not going to be easy if we arrive there. I mean, we go to go fight the big baddie of Thassalon to keep him from taking over the world. I don't think this is going to be easy. No. Do we just go and take out Mouser and Mosor and tell the rest of the giants they're free? Why, I don't know about that, but we can fly over them. But didn't he say that they were slaves to him? What? I Um, remember him saying... Yeah, yeah. before you woke up and came in, he was talking about the, um, the situation. With the giants, right? Yeah, Is that... they were enslaved no. to work on... Yeah. Oh. Now, I don't know if Mosor is the enslaver, or is also a victim. It also turns around, hey, is Mosor the enslaver of the other giants? Is that what you were saying? No, no, there's another one that they're afraid of. Mosor is just the one who He's is the... on site. He's the guard. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. Who's the other one? Oh... I never saw the other one, uh, but they kept calling it something started with a C. Uh, it was uh, Kadra, 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 No! <laughs> that is an ancient monk <laughs> temple. Uh, Kadra, Kasta. That was the word. I heard it several times. Mozor would often say, Beware Kadril Costa! She'll come down and eat your babies if you don't continue working. That sort of thing. Nope. But he was complicit with Kadril Costa. You, okay, you, you, you know how to get me involved. Yeah, you, we're going there first. Well, I wouldn't say he was involved. <laughs> well, I mean, he has a family too that was under threat from the great Kadril Costa. I will admit... Mozor was a son of a bitch, 
But as a stone giant, he was another five feet taller than my disguise. And, well, I gave me an opportunity to work on the wonderful Giltspur. Okay, you show me on your map where the slaves are and where they sleep and the slave keepers stay and where's a good place to go and be hidden and go find them. And he'll pull up the map again. He'll point to the north. This is where Mozor stays with his three lieutenants. And in this area, he'll swipe over a little bit more where there's several tents to the north, several tents to the south. To the north are the stone giants. To the south are the hill giants. All of them slaves. You're talking about maybe two dozen in total. Okay. So we go behind the big building and go uh, tuck Venatre style to the slavers. I don't know what that means, but if it's a good plan for you, as long as I'm not involved, and if you do succeed in driving out the slaves, you should let me know, and I, I would hire a hundred humans to go in, excavate Giltspur and all of its glory. Could you know Hidasa, what we who is... would understand? <laughs> what? Hidasa, who's standing behind him when he's like, I will bring in hundreds of humans you know, into Giltspur for just a moment. She reaches for the falchion, then shakes her head and lowers her hand. <laughs> hired, all of them hired for many, many copper pieces a day to come in and excavate. Could Do you know what we could learn about ancient Thassalon by excavating all of Giltspur and to let it just fall into the hands of this Caldral Costa and Mozor? What a waste. How's the um, weather there in Giltspur? Cold as shit, my friend. I nearly froze my balls off twice. Okay, this is a Casey question, not an actual question from Volantre. Um, If you have immunity to cold, are you immune to environmental cold or just If you have resistance cold? to cold, like, you're as far as I know, yeah. cold. Yeah. Okay. He, he's right. Yeah, yep. If you're immune or have resistance or whatever, or environmental colds, no problem. Cool. Um, we might need to, before we go, either we need to get a little preparation done or make sure that the cold isn't going to hurt us. Because if that town is cold, which he says it is, you can only imagine that up in the mountains, it will be even worse. Can I, can I go now? Oh, you want to uh, go with us? No, no. I would like to take my little image scroll here and head back to my room and, as I said, rehearse my speech. And wh- 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 where are you giving the speech at? The greatest temples of Sandpoint. Oh, you're going to Sandpoint. <laughs> yep. Okay. Okay. The massive city, the great prestige of lecturing in Sandpoint is only showered upon a great few, and I am one of those. Did you hear about the red dragon attack on Sandpoint? A while Did ago? I say Sandpoint? I meant Magnamar. <laughs> oh, Magnamar. Oh. I'll you... be headed to Magnamar now. Yes, yes. I think I can find some places to lecture in Magnamar. <laughs> Where the assassin Lamia are, yes, that's a good place to go. Did you say Lamia? Uh, then maybe <laughs> I'll head even farther south and look around Osirian. Oh, they have great, amazing necromancers that bring the dead back from their life. Great, maybe <laughs> I'll just stay in Riddleport and I'll just get mugged here. 
Fuck this world! It's dangerous everywhere! <laughs> so we we don't need to worry about the cold. I can take care of this. Okay. You said that... Uh, Alicia question. You said resistance um, takes care of environmental cold? Yeah, but... Um, I level one spell endure elements, which lasts twenty four hours per casting. Um, you're protected down to negative fifty degrees. So, oh, okay, nice. and it yeah. lasts for twenty four hours, and I can extend it to forty eight. So yeah, we're good. I have nice. to waste okay. some stuff for cold immunity, so that's yep. much better. This, no, this was this is just environmental stuff, like the blizzard on top of the mountain hill, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. mountaintop. But yeah. like, besides that, like negative fifty to four hundred and forty degrees. Without having to make any fortitude saves, uh, creatures' equipment is protected as well. It lasts for 24 hours, but I have an extended rod, so I can make everybody last for 48 hours to cast. So I can literally cast it like every other day. Okay. Well, and just just for comparison, because I'm using Mount Everest as a, a bit of a thing here. Uh, the cold right now at the peak of Mount Everest is negative 33 degrees, so oh. you'd be covered even to that. Yeah. So. Magic is cool. Yeah. Yes. Uh, it can get as low as negative 76 Fahrenheit on Mount Everest. Screw uh, that. But, you know, you're getting into the warm months now. It's starting to get on into spring. That's like zero Kelvin. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you're there yet, but... It's closer than I want to be. <laughs> Amen. I would say after zero degrees, negative 30, negative 76, is there really a difference? Yeah, exactly. It's like if you get hit by a projectile, like an arrow or something. Once you get hit by one, do you care if there's 50 more coming after yeah. it? <laughs> or either one of those temperatures are going to shatter either way. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. It's, it's already too cold. At least you won't bleed to death. You will just turn into syrup. Yeah, it'll freeze immediately. No, I can take care of this. This is no problem. So, okay. I think we should right. prep, but I think we have enough information to at least see what's going on there. Okay. I, I will need a night to talk to Caden and uh, let him know how to do the the magics. It also says, "Are you are you done with him now?" Yes, yes, you are. Yes, and he looks at you expectantly, Volantre. Oh, kind of gives you a a grin. He's answered all of my questions. Safi. That means I can keep the gold. I can keep the coin. Yes, you can keep the coins. Safi, do you have any more questions? Oh. Uh, yeah. Well, he, he knew about the peanuts, yeah? yeah? No, no, I'm yes. good. I'm good. I'm good. Okay. <laughs> and Dasa picks the scholar up, takes him back to the door, sets him outside, and closes the door behind him. <laughs> what? You just... And he'll walk around <laughs> and come in the front door. He'll pick up his uh, scroll, wipe it clean, give you a dirty look, and walk upstairs. <laughs> so... We need I'm to wait. Glad he's not going. He's very unpleasant. So we're gonna wait a day. So we have a day in Riddleport for us to for Sophie to then go and rest and then change whatever spells up that are necessary. Um, Volantre is going to just explore the town, see if there's anything interesting, get himself into trouble if necessary. Roll me a D one hundred and square eighty six. You do not get mugged while you're in Riddleport. <laughs> it's great. So you can wander around. You can test out the city, the smell of the ocean air, and you can walk by the docks and see all of the 
the uh, very large masts and sails and all the large ships because this is a major port into Verizia. Uh, it is a land known for its uh, less than savory characters. It's a bit of a pirate haven. Although not as much of a pirate haven as we have explored before. You hear a few people talk about a great race that happens down south. And it happens around the eye of Abendago. Hmm. Interesting. Like it happens all the time or like it's going to be happening? Every year is a new race. Who won it last year? This previous year would be Captain Dirk. Captain Dirk. And when is the next race? It this race this year happens in about a month. Uh, it's just as the North is coming out of the cold. Mm. And I'm assuming this is a ship race. Oh, very much so. Yes, okay. it happens. It sails out of a port. It sails into a hurricane and back out again. Ah. That's just stupid. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but when you are offered. Several thousand to hundreds of thousands of gold worth of winnings. Uh, it's worth it. That's true. Also, this is true. the pride. Is that a ship? No, the pride that goes along with winning. Oh, I have no pride. Yeah, we we already visited that visited that hallway. Yeah, I don't want to go back there again. <laughs> Which one? Was Hero pride? point. That. <laughs> that was the magic one, right? That was with the mirrors and the oh you no, know, the Volantre reflection. We're about killed po. myself. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Go hit yourself. Go hit yourself. That was the, <laughs> that was bad. That was bad. Okay. Well, okay, I'm I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go talk to Caden at the bar, and uh, I'll see you in the morning. Oh, all right. Enjoy. Sounds good. You could come with me. That's fine. But this is where I'm going. Fair enough. I think I need to rest before whatever we do tomorrow. Uh, I will. This is how I rest. I respect that. Oh, I respect you too. (laughs) But will you respect me in the morning? (laughs) I could get up before 10 (laughs) (laughs) o'clock. I'm joking. Don't don't disparage me. If there is nothing else you want to do for the day, uh, we'll wake up the next morning. It'll be 9.55 a.m. Oh, so early. How does Moosh Moosh wake you up? He jumps on my face and just dances until I wake up. (laughs) So not like a squeak or anything (laughs) in the corner? No, he's actually pretty quiet. He doesn't do a lot of squeaking. Unless I'm talking to him, trying to convince him to do something, and he never does it. He's always saying, no, I'm not doing that. (laughs) He's a lot smarter than... He's actually smarter than uh, Safiya. <laughs> but not wiser. No. <laughs> I don't think anybody at Galarian's wiser wise than Safiya right now at this point. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Volantre didn't sleep well. Why? Giants. We have <laughs> giant slaves <laughs> yes. along with a giant slave keeper. And Volantre has the history with giants. So... He didn't sleep well, but he's all right. I'm interested because Volantre talks about giants enslaving and killing humans, and there's not any humans anywhere, probably within 50 miles of Giltspur. Correct. Well, I'm assuming. I don't know anything about the area. So. And these are enslaved giants to some other wacky, crazy being. Mm-hmm. 
Which is, but you, that's part of the reason why he's a little upset about this is his perception of giants has always been them coming into a town to murder his family, which is what has occurred. But what if those giants were doing that in order to protect their own family? Ah. So he's having a little bit of an existential crisis of his hatred towards giants. Okay. Well, this should be interesting. So what other preps do you want to take care of? Since you know you're going into the mountains, a very high area that you've heard Judah talk about as a death zone, like, and you're going into the cold. Obviously, the cold's taken care of, but what about no oxygen and that sort of thing? Uh, who needs oxygen? We can hold our breath for Excellent. Like 20 minutes. Excellent. I'm glad you're prepared. <laughs> uh, didn't Safi have bubble? I'm going to look and see what the spell all does, actually. I'm not sure if it... How high up are we going? Uh, the peaks go well, well above 25,000 feet. Good God. <laughs> yes. Five has mile oxygen. peaks? Yeah. Yep. That's in the stratosphere. <laughs> it's has, getting on up there. But Giltspur has oxygen, right? Giltspur is in the foothills. Yeah, yeah. Giltspur is like... Couple hundred feet above sea level. That's kind of what I thought. I thought we were going to be okay there. We'll figure the rest out later. Yeah. Okay. I love that. <laughs> uh, again, again, Mount Everest, I think, is right around 30,000 feet. Do we have to go that high? Uh, hang on. Let me look this up. Well, you already know the name of one mountain, and people know it, and they've done calculations on it. So you could look up what that height is. Marma. Marmasi. Bless you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, endure elements. Let me deal with this. It does not discuss air at all. Uh, does not protect. Ah, what I hit that button. Damn it. Does not protect against other environmental hazards such as smoke, lack of air, or fourth. Oh, and so forth. <laughs> it doesn't protect you from fourth. Um, so no, that will not help. But I do have access to air bubble which is a whole new problem let me take a look at that real quick and uh, of, yeah i also can get to the point where i don't have to breathe well, well, that takes care of exactly one of us yeah <laughs> I, I can't help here. you all but i, can I know just stop i'm over breathing. here looking at elemental body one I, that's the only thing i think i've got that might be of assistance here yeah no, I mean, my like cold i'm good but Air bubble is a minute per level, and it's one creature or ob so, like fifteen minutes at a time. I can protect us from, yeah, and fifteen minutes at a time in, I can in space or whatever. But yeah, yeah, same for me as my not breathing is fifteen minutes at a time. So since you're actually looking into it, uh, real quick, the mechanics behind altitude sickness up to fifteen between five thousand and fifteen thousand feet. You're looking at a fortitude save, depending on some certain other things. Uh, but if you fail that save, you're fatigued, and you remain fatigued until you get into an area with enough air for like six hours. Ugh. Once you get above 15,000 feet, you start having to succeed at a fortitude save or taking a negative one to all ability scores. Gee. And it happens, I think, once per six-hour stay. So four times a day, you're having to make this save. Once you start, once you start failing, it only gets harder, uh, and the DC increases every like 
subsequent six hours that you spend above 15,000 feet. And Once you get above 25,000 feet, all bets are off. You can't breathe. Just out of curiosity, what do those DCs look like for that fort save? <laughs> um, I'll go ahead and, you know what? I'll go ahead and tell you. It's It starts at 15, right. and then every subsequent save after that is a plus one. Got it. Okay. I mean, so it could get way on up there real quick the longer you spend. If you right. can breathe, though, you don't suffer any of that, correct? Like, yes. bubble, no breath, anything like that. Right. Uh, but I'm going to say you have to spend at least six hours in order to get those negatives to go away. Okay. Otherwise, it, the, like, if you're only in a bubble for 15 minutes, that's not enough within a six-hour period to reduce those Completely checks. understand. But you can't reset it. Yeah. It would prevent it from being checked. And then once the check fails and we go somewhere else, we have to spend six hours outside of that area to yep. get the check to go away. Yep. And in that five to 15,000 foot range, if you spend, I think it's a month in that at that altitude, you can become accustomed to it. And people who live there don't suffer those DCs. But above 15,000 feet, all bets are off. And once you get above 25,000 feet, just you're gonna just need die. a gas mask. So it's I just want to impress upon you like this is a very dangerous area. People don't just go traipsing into the Kodar Mountains for fun. Right. Okay. Um let's see. Is there like uh, an academy or like I don't know, experts, wizards, whatever in Riddleport that we could go talk to about finding a solution to our oxygen problem. Oh, you know what? Yeah, uh, because it's a very similar problem divers suffer from. But <laughs> underwater breathing is not going to help us in over mountain stuff. No, because you can actually use the oxygen from the water to breathe with underwater breathing if you have gills or that right. sort of thing. Right. However, they would figure out ways to breathe underwater, or at least they would be one of your best options. Okay. Um, well, whenever, probably whenever Safi or Volantre are kind of back and available, she will bring this up with them and, you know, say, I don't know, I don't know the city, I don't know who to ask, um, and I'm not particularly interacting, well, I'm not interacting well with people at the moment, um, mostly because I haven't been around them in a long time. Um, I don't know your culture. I don't know your ways. And I don't want to insult like the one person in the city that can actually help us and cut us off from the help that we need. Perhaps we should check out the magic shops. See if they might have something. Okay. And she'll, you know, go with Volantre then to the magic shops. And I guess Volantre will go to the shopkeep of that shop and basically ask about what do people do underwater, but... Well, hello! Welcome to the Unicorn's Horn! I s specialize... Uh-oh. <laughs> see the look on your face. <laughs> Welcome to the Unicorn's Horn! I specialize in all kinds of objects of great mystery! And he, like, sprinkles glitter from out of his hand. What can I do for you, young man? We need to breathe in no-air environment. 
Do you have something Excellent! Gills! We can cast gills on you. I've got potions you can drink, and it should be no problem. No, I was looking for something more less watery and more... Altitude. Vacuum. We have altitude issues. There's no mountains around here. Why would you need to breathe an altitude? Are you going flying up into the great space of clouds? If you would like to see, I can fly as much as you'd like. That's amazing. But yes, we're going really high up in the air. You know your um, race that's coming within a month? Race? What race? The race uh, south of here in the... In the water with the ships. Well, that's so far away. If you're looking at that, it's too late. You've no, got to no, be no. there already. We're on the preparation crew for the race. Then you're in the wrong damn city, son. We have to fly up into the air and help ensure that the hurricane is formed correctly and that it is strong enough to actually cause an obstacle for this race. Son, that hurricane's been around for hundreds of years. I don't think it needs your help. I guarantee you. It's we... the Eye of Abendago. I've heard about it. We avoid it. It's why we live in Riddleport and not down towards the south. And also you... just taps Volantre on the shoulder. She's like, he doesn't have what we're looking for. Let's go to a different shop. Are you sure that you don't have just like a simple bottle of air or something? <laughs> he pulls out an empty potion, puts a, or a potion bottle caps the flask and hands it to you. I don't... Full of air! Guaranteed! I don't think this is what we're looking for. 75 gold and it's yours. Yeah, that's too cheap. I think you're right, Hadassah. Let's 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 leave. What kind of air is it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Riddleport's finest. You're exactly right! <laughs> Cleanest air in Riddleport you have. Alright, um... Hadass is going to lean in and make an intimidation check. Uh, that's an 18. On an intimidation check? Yes. We need Ooh. help with altitude. Our business is none of yours. Do you have something that can help us or not? No, but I know who does. Okay. Who? You're going to have to go to the other side of town and talk to Gregory the Great. There's a lot of great people and great things around here. It's yep. Riddleport, dear. Everybody's a great something. Okay. But it's... you'll just be looking for the Wing of the Dragon. It's a little shop. It's sometimes really easy to miss, but it's by the local inn. Everybody likes to stay at before they sail. Ah, thank you. She slides a couple of gold across the counter. And it disappears into his pockets. Anything else? That's it. I think we're good here. Okay, good. Now, if you would please leave, I think I just peed myself. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you have a spell for that or a scroll that will help you with that? And he just makes a sign for please leave. He just like <laughs> shoes you away. He just whatever the reverse of beckoning is, he does it. Yeah. Yeah. Hadas is out the door. Volantre follows, and I guess we're going over to... You said it was by the inn near the where the ship sells, so that's like right next door to where we were staying. Yeah. Yeah, okay. We're going to go back there. 
I just picture Volantre like just taking off into the heart of the city and stopping at the first magic shop he sees. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. It, yeah. This one is it doesn't have a shingle out front. It's not real obvious. It's just like a little uh, emblem of a dragon on a door, but it is downstairs and kind of off to the right of the inn where you stay. As um as we're walking from one magic to- shop to the other, Hadassah shrugs and goes, "Maybe I'm better with people than I thought I was." I think it's good. might have made him pee himself. (laughs) That's not being good with people. (laughs) So I'm going to go a little meta here, out of character. (laughs) Um, We're talking about fortitude saves with DC of 15. I don't know about you guys, but I have a plus 18 to my fortitude save. Yeah, I'm at about a 21. Yeah, so... You're a plus 21? What the hell? (laughs) (laughs) Barbarian. I'm a plus fifteen. Yeah. So, it's my like worst. And I don't. I forget how often that is. But if you succeed, you're okay. And so, you know, like worst case, absolute scenario, we can teleport somewhere to the base of the mountain, catch our breath for six hours, and then keep going, or whatever. But like, I we're not going to fail. And granted, a roll of one, but we're yep. good. You know, like no way we can't sickness, speak. Right. Yeah. Well, well, while no, it's we're... not. It's not. It's not vacuum. We're not in space. I mean, you can okay. still talk. It's just, you know, the cold's controlled. It's just high altitude. I think, you know, we should just take our chances. Can you like, hold your breath? Can I hold my breath? No, I'm asking in the altitude. <laughs> I mean, not for as long as we're going to need to be there, right? No, I get that. I'm just asking if that's. Well, I mean, if if it comes down to it, I do have air bubble, which, granted, only works 15 minutes at a time, but it's 15 minutes for all of us yeah, at a I time. Yeah, I think we're okay. I, I mean, do, too. I really do, too. Like, people climb Mount Everest on a regular basis. But they have, they, all, they have O2 canisters the entire time. Yeah, but they're not level 15 characters with magic and dragons <laughs> and, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I feel like we're okay. I, I'm just saying I think we may be, like, over analyzing, like over getting into this about the altitude. It, it, I may be completely wrong. We get up there and it sucks and we start to die and we just teleport out of there. So like, lesson learned. Let's take well, you know, so drop back and punt. While we're while we're doing things a little bit meta, um I was just thinking if we ended up like in a situation where we like found our way through the occlusion field uh-huh. but maybe like can't do it again for some reason. Like, I don't know what gets us through the occlusion field yet, um, you know, but... Yeah, that's my thought, is basically is, once we're in there, we may not have the ability to get out for a period of time. Or and get back in when we want undefined. to, so just, it would be good to have a backup if that's available is all. Fair enough, but we're going to a place where people live on a regular basis, right? So, I mean, we're, we're looking for Jen's last. I mean, where people lived i doubt there's anybody you know friendly there now but um. friendly or not but they still have to breathe they still but, have to deal with the acclimation and all that stuff so i'm just saying i i feel pretty confident that i can make up 15 dc with a plus 18 nah you can't you're gonna miss it every time <laughs> probably right <laughs> you're probably right i mean right. even if, though one if of that we all roll tail. ones on fortitude saves when we get up there it's because the you just time. said that and, and literally all that does is make it like one point harder right and that yeah. what you said wes it just makes it a little tougher okay 
you know. Well, first failure has some consequences depending upon what altitude we're at. Right. And each subsequent save is one point harder. Right. And more consequences if you fail. So, and that's every six hours. So, you know, I don't know. I The well, reason I bring it up is I've been looking, trying to find out something that helps with altitude, at least magically or whatever. Mm-hmm. There ain't nothing out there. Which means it's, it's not scary. Uh, well, it could be intended to be scary. Or either way, you know. I'll, I'll say this. Volantre has finally found the dragon on the magic shop. And he is about to enter. The Safi <laughs> stop him from entering the Hell shop. Hell no. No, no. Absolutely not. I mean, if we're going to look for a solution, he's not going to stop us. But I'm just saying there may not be a solution to find. Fair. But Fair. if you found a dragon you want to chase, you go for it. I am chasing that dragon. <laughs> All right. Knock, knock, knock <laughs> on the door. It creaks open, un- not locked, not really shut correctly. It's dark inside. You smell the smell of must. And we'll pick up right here next week. Oh, you little bastard. <laughs> <laughs> I was about look. to say, uh, wrap it up for me, folks. Let's figure yeah. this out. <laughs> and in fact... We're just going to leave it open with a, uh, a door that creaks open. Knock, knock, knocking on Dragon's door. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's too much. Oh, man. We have got, we've got a lot of uh, song references tonight because you got the 500 miles. Yep, yep. That was my favorite. Rocks and Rune Lords is a production of Back Patio Network. Rise of the Rune Lords and Pathfinder are trademarked and property of Paizo. This episode of Rocks and Rune Lords is brought to you by Roll20. Be sure to check them out on Roll20.net. Check out our website at BackPatioNetwork.com. If you like this podcast, please rate it five stars, leave a review, spread the word to your friends, or even join our Patreon and you can get early access. If you need to talk to us, join our Discord. The links are on the website to join. As always, thank you very much for listening. This is Casey. You all have a wonderful night.